listening to What We Say in the Shadows, dedicated to the FX show What We Do in the Shadows. Join us as we suck you into the world of the vampires of Staten Island. So sit back, relax, let your guard down, and join the ride in our journey to total domination. Hello, and welcome to the last episode of Season 5, 5.0, of What We Do in the Shadows. This is What We Say in the Shadows. Dark greetings, Andy. Dark greetings, Christy and Matt. Oh, dang. Really put the pressure on now. (laughs) Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, thank you, Matt Barry. I'm a mummy. That's That's an inside joke. (laughs) Not really. It's a a very obscure joke. It's It's not inside, but it's it's obscure. It's very obscure. Everyone that has ever, will ever follow me on Facebook at Halloween will be sick of that clip by the time this is over. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I... Andy, I will have to educate you with that <laughs> outside here. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we are talking about episode 10, the last episode of the season, Exit Interview. And according to IMDb, the description is, the vampire's search for a missing Guillermo. <laughs> well, actually, that's the I most inaccurate really, one of the season. I don't, I don't think they actually they, searched. They, they never know. searched because Derek... Tells Nadia, and and then it's just a chain from there. Down, everyone tells <laughs> someone else, so they never really have to look for him. Not a lot well, of searching. Nandor searches. Yes, but he the doesn't rest search of them don't. too much. He just <laughs> no. kind of stays in one spot. He just lurks. And technically, Derek didn't tell Nadia. He told <laughs> Detective Policeman. Detective Policeman. That was great. <laughs> Detective Policeman. Uh. And Chad, his neighbor. And Chad, his neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Chad. All right. Poor Chad. I don't, I don't know. know what happened to Chad. We don't know. <laughs> Chad could need the, the cheering up. <laughs> All right. Let us start right away with our takeaways. Andy, take it away. Or maybe we can talk about the oh, sorry. quick. You know? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right, Matt. Oh, I only wanted to because we were just talking about um, the first time I noticed his name. Tig Fong directed this again. Ah. So he has been... I, I think this is the only thing he's... Not, not this episode... What we do in the shadows is the only thing he's directed, but he has directed several at this point now. Like, um, he's done before, at least two. He's done four for the season, or right? Four for the yeah, series Ex- this season. Yeah, yeah, two for yeah. the season, and then some before that. So I just want I double check that, <laughs> but still hasn't directed anything else yet. Or at least not that's on IMDb. He may have done a lot of other kind of stunt work, films or short films or whatnot. But but it was kind of neat to see that because we don't really have any stunt focused heavy scenes in this what am I, i'm not sure what i'm trying yeah. to say in this the last time he directed an episode this season that was um there was a lot of fighting sequences i was like oh yeah. great selection or a great choice for that it was nice to see him direct something that wasn't stunt heavy to show he's just as good as directing any of these stories that they put they give to him to work with as well as yeah. what I'm trying to say. It was a very I, long way I, to get to that. I do want to, I do want to say though, I, after seeing his two episodes this season, if I watch in the future, if I watch an episode, I could tell you if he's the one that directed it. Oh, really? Because really? What there to- were, there were two, there was a couple tendencies that I saw that we can talk about later, but I saw like when I was watching it, I was like, this feels like the roast 
because that's that was his other one one. i was like it feels like the roast because there's more there's more action and there's more like suspense and more uh i don't know dark darkness there's more darkness Mm -hmm. than some of the other ones like blindly if i watch if i watch the next season i probably could tell you which one tig is the director of okay i i get from, what you're from that i get what you're saying about that there's a different feel to this as opposed to one well last week well kyle Noachek or right Yana, uh what's Gerskaya does there is a different feel it's all what we do in the shadows but i see what you're saying now i, and I agree with that yeah it's i think i think it's still great i think it's still in the same it still gives the same idea like it's in the same uh feeling of the whole show it doesn't change the whole show but like he definitely does have his signature with it right the darkness the darkness (laughs) i am the darkness um writers they pulled everybody out for this at least maybe they're getting credits maybe it's like a season credit on amdb but it says for this episode jake bender zach dunn sam johnson sarah natalis and paul sims and lauren wells as staff writer so i'm not sure if they're just consolidating it for the season or if they all had their hands in part of this which either way works and then the rating which is really what i want to get to 8.6 which is tied with quite a few i believe well it's tied with i'm sorry i think one went down since i last last checked this but it's tied with pride parade but still to the end at least as far as we're recording in time local news finishes out our recording season at eight on top at eight point seven, and I'm very happy. Even I, though that was the only episode I wasn't on this season, I don't disagree because I, I, I think it was think a strong one. I agree. I agree that it should be the top rated one. And then nothing below an eight except dun 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 <laughs> creatures seven point five. It's not even seven point nine. It's seven point <laughs> five. It's like really, really the least. I was gonna say the most hated, but that's not. I don't think that's fair, but it is the least liked this season collectively, it seems, by the people that take the time to rate stuff on IMDb, which I yeah. have not done, so I can't yeah. be held responsible for that. Well, I have to say, okay, so 8.7 actually outranks everything from last season. Really? I mean, it, it, private school got an 8.6 okay. last season. So uh, the lowest... Hybrid Creature also has the lowest. Oh, wow. <laughs> between this season and last season, because Jeez. they didn't go below a 7.6 last season. So well, that, that was I interesting. G- I don't have the averages of all five seasons because I did, stupidly deleted them uh. <laughs> to finish it to finish out season five, because the last time I told you was up to episode eight. <clears throat> through episode five, or through the final episode of season five, the average rating for this season is 8.2. 8.23. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, considering those those early seasons were like 8.23, 8.35, it, it mm-hmm. pretty much says we're, we are we got a consistent show here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I really, I mean, we're not getting to the wrap up, but this season, I think, I, I we've always speculated, or we're saying so far it's my favorite season. I think it ended as my favorite season as well, but we'll probably talk more about that in the big bite. Yeah. Okay, now. All right, now we're going to go to our takeaways. Andy, your final first takeaway of the last seat. 
the episode <laughs> of season you don't even five. Know what it is? You're it's so, the. So I'm so inside. torn. <laughs> um. Okay. So I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna start by saying, I had a lot of notes that have capital letters and exclamation points because I was like, <laughs> ah, and then it like almost went nowhere. Uh, but I'm gonna start out with uh, a Patton Oswalt. Oh. The Pat Oswalt uh, cameo, because I like I said I saw it in the thumbnail. I saw he was in there. I thought he was going to be a vampire. Turns out he's himself. He's himself. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it was great. He was like, "I'm Pat Oswalt. I'm an actor. I was in Ratatouille." And he's like, and Andrew's like, "I prefer live action." <laughs> and then just becomes friends with him, and then sits up on the rooftop with him, and then just kicks him and kills him, <laughs> pushes him <laughs> off. It just. <sighs> It was so like it's it honestly really sums up. It really sums up to me the entire like it, it sums up to me an essence of the show, which is have this misunderstanding, have a heartfelt moments, get close with people and then kill them and it's over. Yeah. And then like in the time it takes him to hit the trash cans, reconsider what he just did in a sense. Yeah. Spiritually, and, he didn't really yeah. care about Patton Oswalt dying, but he reconsidered everything that just happened. Yeah. And then later says, uh, my friend Patton Oswalt, he passed away quite suddenly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and to to defend Nandor to an extent of what we know about the vampires and their interaction and recognition of humans they don't know, seeing Patton Oswalt walking out of Panera Bread where you expect to find Guillermo, that's a fair mistake. I mean, that, that's a... <laughs> yeah. that's, so and plus he had, he had a jacket and a hat on, so he's half covered yeah. up. So honest that's mistake. Fair. That's fair. Honest, yeah, honest mistake. With, the, with the human blindness they got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Easy. Uh, I will go next. Okay. My first takeaway of the last episode uh, <laughs> is going to be how dumb Derek is. <laughs> Derek is so dumb. How dumb is he? Uh, how no, dumb it's, is he? Oh, God. <laughs> he is so dumb. That not only is he dumb or naive, both. No, okay, both. Oh, okay. No, Matt, he dumb. <laughs> he dumb. Okay, he is dumb. The fact that he twice has to be reminded that he's not being followed, that it's <laughs> the true, yeah. documentary crew, and they've been everywhere. He knows what it is. He just is is dumb. Is dumb. He, you know, now that I think about it, you're I, he is dumb because. He didn't spend any of the money Guillermo gave him, and he kept working at that convenience store after having all that money. So, yeah, okay, you're right. He's dumb. And he doesn't know how to make a raw burger. Well, he doesn't know how to buy a raw burger. Well, he, They have kissed the grill. Yeah, I don't blame him for <laughs> that. I blame him for buying the burgers. He could have just bought meat and it been probably been cheaper. And he can't even yeah. hypnotize anybody. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a dumb move. I need raw meat. Okay, I'm going to go to a place where <laughs> get, they sell burgers. No, just burgers. go to a place where they sell raw meat. Yeah. And he wants a hood in a smaller size. <laughs> <laughs> the unisex. Come on. So that that is my my uh, <laughs> my anybody's close from I can't I'm not going to Complain about him buying his clothes from Hot Topic because I, I may was, have purchased. That was hilarious. Though, I may have because, purchased some things from Hot Topic in my my time. But I do um, see the kind of clothes that someone like Derek would buy and think they're vampire clothes at Hot Topic and wonder who buys those clothes. Apparently, Derek. Apparently, Derek. And half of the crowd at Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. 
All right, Matt. Okay, I am going to basically. uh, I'll try that again too. Basically, as well, pick up where we left off on the regular episode last week and say that I was half right. I'm taking a half point on. Take a half credit. That Nandor did think to use the Jin's wishes to fix Mm -hmm. everything, but he ran out of wishes. Now the only complaint I have on this is that he pulled out. The fir- the big lamp, the first lamp, and they've completely written out the history of, or ignored the history, seemingly ignored the history of the small lamp. If they would have used the small lamp, and the, the scene still could have played out the same, the Jin said, you ran out of wishes a long time ago, that would have been fine. But if they wanted to use the big lamp to make it easier to see and get the idea across, they could have thrown in two more lines where the Jin still could have said... You ran out of wishes a long time ago, and Nander went, oh, right, the other lamp. And Jin could have said, you used those six minutes after I gifted it to you, or something like that. They could have... Yeah, there was a loophole there that they did not close. That is literally my only complaint, because even with the Jin stealing, like, taking the rug out from under us that, that the wishes are gone, that... The the short amount he was in was one of the best parts of the episode. Yes. Because he's like, when Nandra's like, well, n- nice to see you. Uh, you can, uh, and Jin's like, can I just stretch my legs? And then Nandor has the shit-eatingest grin on his face when he goes, I wish I could help you. <laughs> uh, very, very funny. Get in the fucking lamp. That was, a, that was a huge highlight of that. Not just because I was half right, but just that was, even the little bit he was in there was like a really good kind of break from just just, just a callback funny and yeah. just a little bit of a break from what was the sequence we were in the midst, midst of everything and yeah. i know that i know that's mainly the writers who put that stuff in there but that is what i mean when i say like tig directed this because it had the darkness of him coming out of the shadow oh, pulling yeah. out the lamp and it was very tense and dark and then it was like nope you can't do that right it's like what <laughs> yeah. and then they just move on and, and it's it was- like Okay. <laughs> it was such a good buildup, too, because I forgot, I kind of forgot about this. It lost in the mix. We just had a really good performance by um, Guillermo or Harvey. What the heck is his last name? Guillaume. Guillaume. Harvey Guillaume. Uh, breaking down on camera, setting the mic on the table, which I thought was going to cut to commercial at that point. But I, and even in the second viewing, I forgot it doesn't cut to commercial because that's when Nandor comes out. And says, he's not cut out to be a vampire. I will fix. And then we go from very solemn, serious, and doing a, like feeling bad for Guillermo and almost a, a, a kind of downswing on the show to this small comic interaction, which was awesome. Yeah. I, I, I love... Kayvon Novak gets such an opportunity and he takes it so far like he swings broad in the humor but he actually just is so grounded in this that you really do feel for him right yeah um so all right andy your second takeaway well that's a good segue into my second takeaway because my second takeaway is is nandor being essentially batman nandor that's what i wrote down he's he's gargoyling on a roof outside of panera bread waiting on guillermo He's like in the dark of night. He's he's being very like Nandor does so many things that makes him look like an idiot. 
But when you see stuff like this, you're like, he's not an idiot. He just doesn't know things. So like, <laughs> but when he's in his element, he's, he's great. And Kayvon Novak did a, like you said, did a great job of taking that serious role and making it feel you you feel for him even though he's the attacking mm -hmm. like he's the attacker aggressor but you feel for him and you feel bad for him but it, it was just so fun to see nandor be serious and real and like when he went to guillermo's house guillermo's mom's house and threatened her and then came up to guillermo and was like if i'm lying then kill me yeah like that was so badass like what the hell this is not the same Nandor who is saying, oh, yes, the creepy paper. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was, he's, yeah, he's not just a joke. in general. He is. Yeah, ba Batman Nandor is is scary and uh, intense. He is very intense, and I love it. Yeah, there's, well, I mean, it's not a takeaway, but it's a short thing. When he's telling... Patton Oswalt all about what's happening and then Patton Oswalt's like yeah I kind of had the situation three years ago and he just stares at him and and kind of crushes his hand goes we're not talking about you are we and he's like got that crazy <laughs> eyes yeah. but he's still very calm he's frightening in that shot and that's yeah. it was great I loved it my second takeaway it's it's Purely the revolving, well, not really revolving, but the multiple people that come to the door, especially with Colin Robinson. Okay. His, yeah, where that's, he's like, I, I, his specifically down. I too. lay a grid over and look for any motel that shared a square with an Arby's, a party store, or a sweater shop. And then I couldn't figure it out, so I just asked Nadja. <laughs> None of those are around here. <laughs> that that was that was perfect. I I even the fact that each of them comes and and has some like slight sincere moment, even when he just says, I don't think any of us wanted this outcome for you. That was surprising. He was genuinely um, give, giving con genuine condolences to him. That was that was a very real moment. But then again, or then, of course, he turns around and can't resist one last draining and does an exit interview. But that, but the, you're right. He says, you're a good, you're a good enough guy and a bad sitch. And I don't think anyone wanted this outcome for you. That was a very surprising uh, yeah. line from him. I, I think that he has had multiple like fun moments that he has like a little more personality than he may have shown in the first few seasons. And this is like a serious side that you don't really a sincerity that you do not expect. And that, that I enjoyed that. Everybody had really tour de force per performances <laughs> between Harvey Guillen and, and Kayvon Novak and, and Natasha Dimitri is always awesome, no matter what she does, but, but, and, and, and Mark Proch as well. They just all had amazing moments. All right, Matt. They all, they oh, all had, the, they all had their own, they still had their own personality in it. They all mm -hmm. had their own like parts. All right, Matt, your second takeaway. I'm actually going to follow on to that some more. And and exactly what Andy said, we, we've been discussing all season. I have at least that. I love the man of science Laszlo. And it's just given me a, <laughs> given a lot more to do and a lot more, 
character growth than just the the horny pervert. But the horny pervert can be fun as demonstrated when oh, he does God. the whole he does the whole <laughs> ruse of housekeeping. <laughs> and his, and I'm sure I'm assume you are satisfied with your toilet paper situation or something like that. And then he has, does the whole ruse of him housekeeping and then has him turn on the TV. Him, we he there this scene is like a minute long and it goes nowhere between changing the channels and then finally putting on the programming of the adult variety on and then he gets distracted <laughs> and never gets to the point of why he's there. He's like never I, says that thing nope. that he was he's never like, told anybody else. He's like, I knew you as a young familiar and I oh, what do you think they're gonna do? <laughs> and he's like, That's- Leslie, you're saying oh sorry, yes, I knew you as a young familiar I've Never told anyone this. Hold on. <laughs> I said that was just such a really good. That was a nice callback to how we met Laszlo to show that, you know, he's not entirely changed. No. And he started off. He actually started off another genuine moment. He was he was genuinely apologizing for failing Guillermo. Yeah. Yeah. So we did have the man of science, but when they fell into the pervert, which was. That was I thought that was just a really well written scene and really well performed by Matt Berry. And the strange thing is, on the television, that girl she taking her panties know, off. Yeah, there was that one shot. <laughs> I was like, what? What are you? What are you showing in the background? Yeah. <laughs> That's it's funny you say that nothing happened in that episode because I didn't even realize that nothing happened until you just said it. Right. Like, truly, <laughs> like they could have cut it out and it would have been fine. Yep, <laughs> but it's funnier within it. And it I is. think it, like he's. It's because of Matt Berry that it it's so good. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. All right, Andy, your final takeaway of the final episode of season five. My final takeaway is it's so hard because this is the final one, right? Oh no! Except um, for the big bite, which is available right. for yeah, our Patreon. Where I can talk about whatever I want. I can talk about all my list of stuff, all my exclamation points. So then I'm going to go with uh, Guillermo drinking the vampire blood yeah. in ah. full vampire mode. Uh, first of all, <laughs> they're like, Lazlo, how did you not to think that? Not that <laughs> he drank human blood. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, this is so such a simple answer. Um, and it comes from Andor. And, and yeah, but Nandor also is the one who was like, yeah, of course it didn't work because he has, because his Van Helsing blood is fighting the vampire blood. It's that's like, what, what? That's exactly what Christy said last week without, she was kind of alluding to this episode. She's like, the one person that they're keeping Guillermo's problem from for the whole time ends up having all the answers to solve yep. it. Oh, for sure. Like, cause yeah, he knows how to turn it yep. back. He knows how to all this stuff. Yeah. Um, which is great. But to see Guillermo go full vampire and like, hardcore oh yeah it was but again it's this this whole episode and a lot of the episodes of the show do this i mean you see him get you see it in his eyes you see him get crazed you see him want blood and then they go out and he's like no i can't do it right like they build it up and it's this tension and it's this darkness and then it's like nope um but like as you but as it went to it was like it was showing that he's not really cut out to be a vampire yet but uh yeah him going full vampire mode was scary like my jaw dropped and <laughs> right. i was like oh no what are they gonna do yeah and then he was like gonna go hunt and then then they went to the thing and everybody's dead and i was like oh my gosh and then he didn't do it and i was like i don't 
am I let down by this <laughs> or like, how do I feel about this? Right. Yeah. Cause up until now for Guillermo's storyline, that was, that was the, any, everything he always wanted. The epitome was that of what, yeah. That's yeah. all he was going for yeah. over the last 13 years. Well, I mean, and, and he even talks about it earlier. It's like the reason he wanted it was to feel like one of them mm. and to be a part of them. And then when he finds that, and then when he becomes evaded, but then he realized, I think he realized when everybody comes to him, he was a part of them. They just don't treat him the way he wants to be treated. So like it was definitely in there. I think him wanting to be a vampire was the mask of wanting to be their friend. And then he, and by saying, I think that, I mean, they explicitly say that in the episode. Right. <laughs> well, and I think the, the statement that Matt Barry said uh, that Laszlo says to the guide in the last episode of, you know, we are not good at showing affection right. to the people that we love. And <laughs> he said, because exactly. we're fucking vampires, you shrill <laughs> voice, berserk, crazy ass, something or other. It wasn't quite as polite as you put idiot it. But friend. Idiot, idiot friend. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, just seeing him go, I was like, oh, I genuinely was like, oh my gosh. Oh my God. What is going to happen? And then he gets confirmation. So from everyone that they they are his friend but he's never going to be able to see him again potentially at least yeah. in his mind at this point or he's going to get killed either which is you know also we'll never see them again that yeah. way either all right my last my last uh takeaway from the very last episode of season five is going to be that um that just heartbreaking yet somewhat satisfying moment when Guillermo realizes he can't kill the guy that's knocked out mm. because he can smell his shampoo. He went to a CVS sniffing shampoo and picked this one out because it reminds him where I used to go to camp as a kid. <laughs> like he gets to that, that point where I was talking about. That I was like, performance. he, uh, that I did not expect several things to happen. One, I never expected him to get turned by Derek. Two, that of this season. Uh, two, I didn't expect Nandor to just not kill him, or at least not to to be the one with the level head in the whole situation. You didn't expect Patton Oswald either. He's the real key in all this. <laughs> I know, I know, and it's so funny because we we were suspecting that he was going to be Morrigan for yeah. a hot minute. Uh, before we realized he was playing himself, but that just uh, that I I I think this may be one of my favorite episodes of the season. It's a good episode, yeah, for sure, no doubt. Just because it was a mix of not just haha laugh funny, it was and, it was pretty much sincere. Which is it's weird to say because that's what I've liked about I think most about the season overall is that they had more of that. However, my favorite episode of the season is their haha funnies. I mean, there's nothing serious in local news <laughs> yes, <laughs> at all. Well, there's there's also a difference between favorite and best. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true, right? Yeah, good point. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, that was that was a good season. So good? 
that I can't do mine, or did you forget? Oh, I'm sorry. Like, his last one. You sounded Matt, very final in that she's, statement. She's just, like, <laughs> I think she's trying to get this over with. She's she jumping is. ahead of like, the IMDb. She's taking out Matt's thing. Yes, I don't know. Well, I'll go. I'll go. I'll edit this crap out. Okay, no, it's fine. No, 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 no. I'll go more towards the end, but not the end. And I guess there's a kind of a stinger for um, specifically Derek, but I am going to say that the solution regardless of them not using the gin was pretty awesome the the ruse of the ceremony of the vampiric trans trans modification yeah it took me a while to write that down <laughs> the transfunctionary <laughs> right? just the idea of like giving him the choice of being a human or a vampire and a killing Derek will give him or not killing Derek will give him either one that he wants so the solution's right there and I like the lore, although we're going to talk about this a lot in uh, the big bite. Big I like bites. the lore that Derek dies, Guillermo goes back to what he was before, but he just ages a month. His, his age catches up with the time that passed catches up with him all in one shot, which puts a little bit of a kind of- a, Oh, a, is, that, is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. that's what he said. Yep, I, he, thought it was an over, I thought it was an overarching, like you only age an extra, you, you revert back to what you were before- and you age one month. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was so, a vampire so like for would, one month. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. You age how long it was. Not like, not like Nandor would just age a month. Right. Yeah. See, that's, that's why this puts a cog in what I thought might be some foreshadowing to how this series might end. Like gotcha. the sire gets killed and they all go back to their human forms. But if age catches up with them, then that's not yeah. going to happen. Uh, but they play, we're going to talk, like I said, we're going to talk in a big bite. They play fast and loose with their lore yeah. a lot, big time, especially <laughs> yeah, with this. Do. But I do like this solution. And yeah. you did feel bad for Derek. I guess I could throw this in as that part of the story too. You do feel bad for Derek, but in the end, he gets what he's wanted Forever. Forever. That's why he joined the Vampire Hunters. That's why once he became a vampire, he was trying to find... He was even lonelier than he was at a Vampire mm -hmm. Hunter. He's finally got a friend in, in Haley Joe Osmond zombie. Yeah. Or Topher. Yeah. <laughs> Topher. I love that. I love the solution almost as much as if the gin was a solution. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And I, I that took me by surprise. And when they had the necromancer and Topher yeah. was there. I was like, oh, oh my gosh. Zabaduray. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole the whole thing being a ruse at the very, very end and them just kind of acknowledging it like really f in a fun way. Even the, um, was it? The Baron was like, these are, I really like these banners. What do they mean? Honestly, I don't know. I just <laughs> wanted something that looked really spooky and cool. But and again, I it's one of the, it's one of those things where I was I was hooked into. I thought yeah, me it was too. a real thing. Oh, yeah. I was so like invested. Yeah. And then they're just like, nope. Nope. <laughs> I found the robes up in the attic and I think I got the candles from a Home Depot. <laughs> but they didn't explain where the hoods came from. <laughs> That's true, right? Yeah. <laughs> I do like every time they said mistress of ceremonies, the guy would go, That's me. <laughs> yeah. She was just so happy, she uh, was. even though she, she was like, "I think my count, your count is math is a little off." <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Once we're real four, we are now five. <laughs> Where's he gonna sit? Because I'm not giving up my. This is where I sit, or whatever Colin said. <laughs> I didn't write it down, unfortunately, and it was not one of my main takeaways. Yeah. So, as we face the end of a season, <laughs> yeah, 
And the potential big ass delay of the next season. God, I, 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 yeah, I'm so frustrated that it dawned on us last week that the writer's strike is in between this the this season being done and the next season being filmed. This that sucks. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, things will be resolved and everybody will get the justice they deserve. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> the actors and writers, the yes. actors and yeah. the writers get what they deserve because they, they deserve they they need to. We may continue our fan fiction. <laughs> Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny in the shadows. In the shadows. <laughs> Letter Kenny in the shadows. Shadow. What we what do we in do the in Letter, Letter Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> what we do in Letter Kenny. What we do in Letter Kenny. That'll that'll have to appease us for now. But uh, well, parting is such sweet sorrow. Yep. But. We'll revisit and deep dive a little bit more on our big bite for our Patreon subscribers, patreon.com slash Neozaz. That's right. So thank you so much, Andy. Thank you so much for having me on these episodes. And thank you so much, Matt. Zabadure. <laughs> He's doing his scatting shit. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. When you say it, I feel like you're trying to sell me like dirty rice or something. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta sell you keychain, uh, license plate keychains. Yeah, license plate keychains. Their name spelled wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so we will not see you next week. Nope. <laughs> <laughs>